One of the most frightening and magical creatures in Irish and Scottish legend is the Banshee. Known as the Fairy of Death, a visit from the Banshee foretells a certain demise of a family member or loved one. Described as a beautiful young maiden in flowing white robes, the Banshee often delivers her death curse while floating above water or riding upon the back of a galloping steed. Only her crimson eyes betray her inhumanity, for otherwise she looks like just a normal woman. More horrifying than her appearance are the tortured wails and the moans that she cries out just before the moment of death. So the next time you hear a distant howl, think twice. It could be a neighborhood dog baying at the moon, or it might just be the banshee coming to pay you a visit. Tonight on The Conspiracy Collective, we're going to take a look at the Banshee and look at the myth and the lore behind her. So sit back and enjoy our story time. Welcome to the Conspiracy Collective with Jill and Joe, your two favorite conspiracy theorists. And tonight we're talking about the Banshees. So the Banshees are um, found in Irish and Scottish folklore, um, dating back to about the 8th century. And they are fairies who scream. Um, as an omen of death. That's why they're screaming. Um, Something's going wrong. Mm-hmm. Now, typically, it's going to be an omen that a family member in your in your family um, is going to be dying soon. So, um, and apparently, each family member. Each person in your family has their own banshee. Oh, so, I got one? Mm-hmm. So if you're, well, I don't know, are you Irish? Why is it only got to be the Irish? <laughs> I feel like that's not fair. You have like La Corona and the Chupacabra. You're, you're good. It you don't need a banshee. It doesn't sound as fun as a fairy banshee. All right. All right. Well, we'll see. Maybe we'll dig something up. It's not fair. Um, so each member <clears throat> would have a banshee, and if you're gonna die, your banshee is gonna start screaming. Okay. Now, they're always female, however, their age, what they're wearing, and their hair can all be different. So, I guess it okay. depends on, um, it's, Would it parallel the individuals that they are correct. connected to? Right. Now, it wasn't until later that they were viewed as evil. And... Um, what did they do? Well, they're women. So, well, this is folklore. Obviously, they have to be evil. <laughs> um, which wasn't always the case. Exactly. When you, when you look back to the feminine, um, 
it was revered and it's said that the feminine energy uh, kept warring nations settled basically and that way it was when we had the shift from feminine energy to male energy all the warring began in ancient times so that that would I believe parallel or speak to the fact that Banshee right. initially was looked at as favorable I guess you could say right and as things shifted over into the male energy um, they would get a bad rap okay that's true and along with the evil thing they um so instead of being like a fairy that was alongside of you and sort of watched out for you but then if you were dying it would scream because it was mourning or going to be mourning your death and foretelling of your death when the tale turned to the banshees being evil they were saying that they were uh, screaming because they were angry and that they hated the family. And um, there was no warning of impending doom to the family member. They just hated you that much that they were just screaming at you. The shrill scream. Mm -hmm. Which apparently you know pretty well. Yeah, well, I mean... (laughs) We won't get into it, but yeah. Okay. I've had a few runnings. Okay. So, the banshee. So, the typical look for a banshee, okay? This is the typical uh-huh. banshee look. She has long streaming hair. She wears a gray cloak over a green dress, and her eyes are red, and she was continually crying. And some have said, on the opposite that she could be dressed um, in all white, so the lady in white, with red hair and a ghastly complexion. Um, And apparently there's a first-hand account by a woman um, who wrote a book called Lady Wild, uh, The Ancient Legends in Ireland. So she had a first-hand account with a banshee apparently. Um, but she, her physical, like I said, her physical description will differ between regions, just like a lot of these, uh, folklores. It's just indigenous to wherever, um, you are. But they're more prevalent in Irish communities. And it said that, um, the majority of the tales of the Banshee is, uh, her height, is usually short, anywhere between one to four feet tall. And I know how you like those short girls. I that do. could be your problem. Mm-hmm. This may be an issue for me. See, they're all, it's all in common. <laughs> um, her exceptional shortness often goes alongside the description of her as being an old woman. Now that you have a problem with. You're good off that. Um, however, when they're talking and they're describing her stature as being so small, it kind of coincides with um, the fairy creature and the fae. So fairies, I've heard fairies, and you know, you think of Tinkerbell, whatever. <laughs> but then you you go deeper, you, you you hear about these fairy rings. And I've heard about the fairy ring in mm-hmm. a variety of contexts, and one of the more recent ones, and I I believe I was reading one of Tom DeLonge's books and it's it's a it's a, it's a fictional story 
Anyway, one of the characters um, is introduced to a fairy ring in one of her adventures. I, I, I'd never heard of it until then. And then you mentioned it now. We've done some other research and come across fairy rings and all that. So mm-hmm. what do you, is, like, which came first, the fairy or the banshee? They meld together. What is the root of the fairy, I guess? Right. I have no idea. I mean, I don't, I'm not really, I'm not really well versed in the fairy, um, the fairy lore. So it's also the fae, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's really, I feel like a, um, across the pond, um, Yeah, you think it's a European type deal? Like, I know that there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of people that talk about the fairy realm over here but I really feel like it really really came from over there yeah so the book it was one of the secret machines books I believe it was the second one character no maybe the first one character goes um to her dad and he lives in Europe and she's on his estate huge estate and something draws her out and she's out you know in the ground and she remembers a little ring with a bench so she goes out for some reason and look at it and she has an experience out there but it was it was a fairy ring that's interesting hmm. i think we also talked about uh the fae with the um when we were talking about hellier right Didn't right in hellier? Mm-hmm. well i mean and you know usually they're like in the garden and they're protecting your home or they're causing you know, they're tricksters and they're wrecking havoc. Um, so it's sort of like a mischievous thing or it's a, um, you know, you're at one and at peace with them. Like they help your, you know, you go to sleep and your flowers grow because the fairies were in your garden and they, you know, sprinkled their magic fairy dust all over the place and now your plants are, you know, big and blooming. Or you are they're mischievous and they're doing stuff that they shouldn't be doing like they're misplacing things they're tricksters that type of thing and they're also male so they're not just they're not just female (laughs) i guess i guess maybe right because harley riders they put the bell to chase away the gremlin right i guess so they put a a little tiny bell on their on their motorcycles to chase away the gremlin on their motorcycle Mm-hmm. What yeah, was it going to do to their motorcycle? It, so, you seen the, the Twilight Zone with uh, with Shatner? Mm-hmm. He's in the airplane, and then there's this goblin on the outside of the plane, tearing it apart. So that's also a big thing in the airplane industry, if you didn't know, uh, gremlins. So anything that would cause issue with mechanical uh, devices that would cause them to fail, they are. wicked superstitious in the airline industry like they don't even reuse I I heard this second hand so don't don't quote me out there people but they will not reuse parts like they won't take a part from plane A and put it in plane B because they're worried and they transfer grammar like it's a wicked superstition apparently so that also carries over to things like you know 
guys in their bikes and they don't want, you know, mechanical problems to happen because they're, you know, they're thinking that there's a giant gorilla on their back or something, something mm-hmm. go wrong and it happen, but they're mischievous. And, you know, does that play into the fairy thing? But back to the Banshee, like, is the Banshee, when she's wailing, is she only there to warn you that something's going to happen or is she trying to lure you into something? Well, okay, so... According to this, several banshees appear at once to indicate the death of someone great or holy. So you're going to get a bunch of banshees that come out if um, you're holy or if you were great. And then it also, there's a tale of banshees coming together that um, were called a fairy, which was also was a ghost of a person or I'm sorry of a woman that was murdered or a mother that died in childbirth so they sort of um, I think that in the fairy realm or to be they're in the fairy realm but then to be called to be something else you know sort of like um like if you had what was it back in like King Arthur's time like if you were a um, a witch but then you were called to be one of the holy women and then you um, were chosen to be the caretakers of something specific that sort of is like the succession of how this works so I think you can be a fairy, but you're meant to be the caretaker and the overseers of murdered women or women that have died in childbirth. Like that's your sacred. Um, that's what that's what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, this is Yeah, I, I don't think I'd want to encounter a banshee. You want to get something bad's going to happen, right? Well, and that's really the that's really the thing is that they are um, the harbingers of death. So collectively, we anticipate danger. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you know, as a species, we since we have one collective mind, essentially, we can. When we can sense it, I guess you could say we don't, we can't perceive it. But I think some of the people that are more in tune with themselves or whatever it is, or the other world or vibrations or whatever, I feel that they pick up on bad things that are going to occur, and somehow this manifests in some fashion. Well, it could be a banshee. Mm-hmm. And it also says that if you have a loved one that has died and you are so heartbroken over it and you just don't want to live anymore and you ask for death then the banshee will grant your wish because they're helping you to eliminate the suffering um, and ease the heartache of the situation so if you just can't take it anymore and you ask to go be with your loved one, then they will take it upon themselves to go ahead and push you over to the other side. And you hear stories all the time where lifelong, Partner. you know, mm-hmm. 
partners, one dies, another one dies, hours, you know, a couple of days, relatively short distance, you know, apart from each other. So, I mean, is it possible? Broken heart, right? Does bro- the, could the broken heart summon the uh, the banshee, like you're saying? No, possible. Maybe there's also um, a notated thing that the banshee will accept alcohol as payment and um, okay so basically there's a banshee right? or there's a woman I'm sorry there's a woman that lives a um, not straight line sort of life like not you know she's a little risque in the way she's and she's destined to become a banshee right and so she takes alcohol and whatever other things you want to give her and and due to the sin of drinking she will turn into a banshee and the sin of her lifestyle so it's also it's a it's a it's a warning to women to live a straight and married life because if you don't, you could be turned into a banshee. Oh, so you, there's a little bit of cautionary tale in there also. Well, listen, I should have been a banshee a long time ago then. <laughs> oh. Well, maybe it happens in the next life. I mean, maybe, you know. Maybe it's still coming. Yeah, maybe it's still on the road. Now, banshees can also manifest themselves to look like beautiful women, which made me start to kind of wonder about the succubus. Oh. Well, the succubus was a slave of the devil, right? Uh, yeah, she was a de- she's a demonic entity that comes to you at night and uh, basically has sex with you. Um, and then during the act sucks the life force out of you. Oh, God. That's <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, banshees can be um, not, ju- so they're, they're, not just looking like a crone. They can also look beautiful. So they're, they're much more than just the harbingers of death. They, they play other roles. Could be. Could be. Could be. Hmm. This one's an interesting one. I, I didn't know. I didn't know where this was gonna go. I wasn't sure. You know, banshee. Yeah. You know, you think of banshee. Mm-hmm. You think of sirens. So, also like another thing that we had talked about before, where you know we'd be, uh, we were talking about Hellier and and the cave systems and and the uh, entities that were in there, the goblins or whatever. And, and I think we had talked about or touched on. That they would call out to you and or mimic babies crying or something like that to lure you in. A siren, well, yeah. Do you see, yeah. Do you see any of that with a banshee, or is that strictly the, the no, siren thing? No, they no, they don't. Um, they don't front like that. They don't want to do harm to you. <laughs> um, it depends on the um the area and what the folklore is saying. So some say they're evil. Some say that they are only strictly just harbingers of death. Now, there is a Scottish uh, folklore about something called a washerwoman, 
and she's a human that gets turned into a banshee and she'll remain a banshee until the age that she was supposed to die at. So if she's turned um, into a banshee at say 25, but she's not supposed to, you know, really die until, you know, she's 50, then she's going to remain a banshee for those many years. Well, so you don't normally hear of them in, on, in the United States, right? You know, Primarily. not really. It's sort of a, um, it's a Scottish and a, a Celtic thing. Would they have an American counterpart? You think? Um, I've never heard of one. I've never, I don't know that they would. I don't know. Because if it's if it's an Irish thing. Well, and I had no idea that they were a fairy either. Yeah, that's interesting. I think the fairy fairy angle is, a, is an interesting angle. Let's see, a banshee. look up mounds kind of fascinating well and there's a bunch of um, TV shows about banshees over here um, fairy forts they call them oh really earthen mounds throughout the world mm-hmm. and little built up mounds in random ass places all over the world um, they've been found in Europe um, mainly in Ireland, that type of stuff, but they've also found them um, here in America. Oh, really? Um, they've, yeah, they've been... Oh, so, you have a lot of um, guys that go out there and look at the Earth, basically, um, geologists and all that, and they look at the Earth, and they can find... They have these new radars, I don't know what they're called, but they can fly over certain areas, and they can do, basically, ground-penetrating radar, sort of, and they can check for anomalies on the ground. And they found mounds, all sorts of stuff. There's, a, there's even popular ones in the US um, that um, are pretty huge. And a lot of them were covered up over the years, but they've been there for quite a long time. Um, it, there's a lot of mound structures throughout the US, not only just overseas. but So I think fairies are kind of play a big role in, in, in our history for the well not our history but our, our folklore our mythology mm-hmm. um, they've been around well okay so in America um, in the late 18th century they were prevalent in the um, Tar River in North Carolina mm-hmm. and uh, they referred to a banshee as a ghoul as opposed to um a banshee and it was a sign of misfortune and then in South Dakota it said to wail 
uh, near a hill called Watchdog Butte. Um, so it's really maybe too because you know America is so young compared to you know is it though is it <laughs> well our version of it yes that's 100% sure but I feel that there were a lot of civilizations here long before that we that we ever tracked long before um Christopher Columbus came around even predating some civilizations overseas I believe but yeah there's some, there's a lot of stuff out there that says otherwise it's pretty interesting okay I won't get into it because you can go pretty deep but I encourage you guys all to, to do some research about ancient civilizations here in the U.S. they said there was Vikings um, on the eastern shores long before we ever thought that they were there um, you get into the whole Oak Island mystery that's another big thing the look up Oak Island and what they're doing now and all the stuff that they're digging up right now they got a crew out there it's digging up some really interesting stuff from the Templars and all that and um, it's fascinating uh, history that a lot of it got whitewashed nobody really knows about it because it didn't come through regular channels it was all word of mouth and you know there's so much to learn out there so you guys should check it out Another interesting thing Sorry. that just popped up is that these banshees um, were said to have pale, really long hair, and they brushed it with a silver comb. Now, um, that's where the local myth of the mermaids comes into play and how they would get confused with the banshees because this comb, apparently is related to a Irish folktale that if you see a comb laying on the ground in Ireland, you have you cannot ever pick it up. Or the banshee or mermaid, um, they placed it there. And it's to lure you, an unsuspecting human, um, away. And um, that's how they that's how they'll get you. Now, it's not specific if that's specific to mermaid myths or if it's specific to a banshee thing. However, they're so uh, well intertwined that um, if you were to look those two things up, it could go either way. There's also a character called the Silver Banshee, part of the Suicide Squad. Really? interesting and a DC comic just saw that it's funny how there's a lot of things that Hollywood knows about that I don't <laughs> well obviously you're not reading enough comic books I am not I'm not on my thing I'm not on my game um so avoid silver comb but I hear screaming mm -hmm, and for the well and she can appear at any age that she wants to and um, she can be stunningly beautiful as well like I had said before so I guess it just depends on who and what she is um, trying to uh, trying to get resolved and then um, I guess which is kind of strange the banshee 
is later also in this lore is uh, could be part of the Morrigan story. So if you know anything about the Morrigan, um, she's she's an Irish battle goddess that uh, appears with uh, lots of ravens typically and um, she goes to war with um, the men and fights alongside of them it's a whole thing so um, the banshee is also could be tied into the Morrigan lore deity that's pretty got a lot going out there yeah pretty per, pervasive I guess you can see in a lot of different areas it's interesting yeah she's the goddess of war in the Irish mythology um, so yeah there's a that's a whole other that's, that's that goes over to the witch podcast <laughs> goes deep huh yeah I hear you so you mentioned there was a woman that had a first hand account of Banshee mm-hmm. Right. Now, modern times, let's think back to people having uh, experiences with the phenomenon ghosts and whatnot. Do you think a banshee could potentially be a ghost of a loved one? Perhaps that is coming to warn us of something. Some Someone we're tied to. No, because it's the not other human. Side. I don't think it was ever supposed to have been human. Oh, so it never existed as a human. Correct. No. No. Specific to uh, the fairy realm. Oh, okay. Yeah, so not... So fairies aren't rooted in... No, they're not. They're their own thing. That is correct. Just on a side note, the Morgan. Did you uh, have you ever read um, anything about like King Arthur and Morgan Le Fay and things like that? Not really. I was never into the you know Knights of the Round Table. Okay. Well, she's prevalent in that story, but she's um, got human ties. So, but it's interesting that her last name is Le Fay. Like the Fae. Oh, the Fae. Wow. You really get me today. I know. See, it's it's like everything else. When you start like touching onto one thing, you it's like an avalanche. There's so many things that they tie into. Like they're they don't necessarily stand alone. They're propped up by all these other stories and mythologies and, and, and all this other all these other cultures and, and they, they're so big um, 
it's just not one little thing. Like we're just not talking about a banshee. We're talking about a whole culture wrapped around the banshee and all the other stories that came along with that culture and how they intertwine with each other. It's kind of fascinating. Well, and the sirens, just on a side note, is uh, from Greek mythology. So you've got um, Irish folklore, Irish mythology, Greek mythology, um, and you were asking earlier, how is that different? So a siren um, is definitely would lure uh, sailors with their singing and their um, their music um, to to crash, right? Crash. To, to run their ships yep. aground. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it'd be like an ancient gremlin, right? <laughs> you have a gremlin in a plane. Now you have a siren, which is a gremlin for the sea. Right. Right. And you've got, you know, like Zeus and Poseidon and Hades, all of that going on with um, the sirens. And it also says that the sirens are believed to be a combination of a woman and a bird. Because a siren in Greek art is represented um, as birds with large women's heads on top of them and bird feathers and scaly feet. Let's see. So they were represented as female figures with legs of birds with or without wings, uh, playing a variety of musical instruments, especially a harp. Almost like an angel. Right? Kind of. Yeah. They had... Yeah, so they were little birds with women faces. Now, by the Middle Ages, the sirens transformed into mermaids. Really? And then, they just evolved into a mermaid? Yep, and then sirens were also shown to be male or female. However, the male sirens disappeared from um, art around the 5th century. We stopped talking about them. Yeah. Wonder why. A lot of interesting stories. Yeah. You gotta wonder. I. Are these rooted? Are they rooted in our, our our base fears? We use these stories to help us deal with those fears, perhaps. Well, I mean, it's kind of um, it's kind of uh, you know, it's kind of sexy and interesting to think that there's these you know female mermaids swimming along in the ocean that lure these manly sailors to their deaths, right? But they're so beautiful that they can't help themselves. Good old Tom Hanks movie Splash. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And also, sirens are also found in uh, the Odyssey. So. Oh, yeah. Well, you got me on this one. I, I, don't, I don't know if a banshee would be real or Well, fake, it's weird. Like, what did you... You've heard of banshees before, right? Like, you'd never heard of a window yeah, before, yeah. right? But you've heard of banshees. Yeah? Well, it, the, the whole context of the banshee is like just someone just screaming. Right. So you, you think you of like... The, whole, the back mm-hmm, So you think of just what offhandedly? You think old and floating above you and screaming at you constantly, right? Like, shrilling. Mm-hmm. You. you don't know what's going on. You're just getting yelled at, you know? So, I mean... Because yes. I've thrown that name around quite a few times to describe some co-workers. You, you, you right. Banshee, I swear. But we never yeah. really 
knew what the myth was behind that and all the stories and the fairy I had no idea she was a fairy or they were fairies wow I think we should look into fairies that I thought was the most interesting thing yeah now okay yes now a succubus is a demon so maybe you should start calling them succubuses because <laughs> they're demons good idea good idea so is it okay so if we're dealing with a succubus what is where does it take root like is it is it I asked really if it's part of the devil well it's a is medieval thing is it stand on its well, own well it's a medieval legend so it appears in dreams and it takes forms of a woman to seduce a man usually through sexual activity now there is a male counterpart called a what you know an no. incubus Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yep, that's the male version of a succubus. Um, now, religious traditions hold that um, repeated sexual activity with a succubus can result in the deterioration of your health or mental state and sometimes death. Um, modern representation of a succubus is that it may or it may not occur in your dreams um but it's uh, it's always depicted as um your greatest fantasy like she's highly the most attractive seductress um per whoever it is she's you know working on um whatever their taste is however yeah in the past in ancient times um, the succubus was depicted as demonic looking and uh, kind of frightening but it wasn't until modern times that she turned uh, into something really beautiful so we're like mm, it might stem from a Jewish folklore Mm-hmm. I mean, because it's going to go all the way back to the Garden of Eden. No. The Garden of mm-hmm. Eden? Were you talking about the snake? Let's see. So, okay, so <laughs> not to get off topic, but so Lilith, right? She supposedly was supposed to be Adam's first wife before Eve, right? who later turns into a succubus, okay? So she left Adam and refuses to return to the Garden of Eden because she had already mated with the archangel Samuel. <laughs> Just so you know. I feel... Are these, are these Gnostic texts? Where is, where is it's all for... It's, yeah, it's in... Um, it's called the Alphabet of ben Sira. Um, it's a medieval text. So Lilith would have been the first wife. Right. So she was his banshee. Um, in the Kabbalah, there were four succubuses that mated with the archangel Samuel as well. Samuel had a good time then, huh? So there were four original queens of 
the demonic. Um, one was Lilith. Um, and then there were three other ones. The second the form of a beautiful girl, but closer inspection may reveal that she had deformities of her bodies, like uh, bird claws or a serpent's tail. So Lilith was an evil. Well, I mean, supposedly. Um, let's see. And... If you penetrate a succubus, it's like entering an ice cavern. She's nice, please. <laughs> <laughs> I've met a few of yeah. them. Uh, and there's some more other stuff that's a little bit more racy that you can read on your own. But, um, yeah, so then it says in later folklore, the succubus took the form of a siren. So if anything's yelling or screaming, just avoid, avoid it. Right? The, avoid the ocean. Don't be, avoid the don't ocean. become a sailor. And uh, don't be a, avoid this. If I hear screams, go the other direction. Right. right? And if you hear the screaming, you're probably going to die. Oh, gosh. Well, no, that'd be someone around me, right? Mm-hmm. So I'd be good. I could get out. All okay. right. So I wonder if, like, the person that's going to die hears the sound of the screaming banshee, or if it's the people around you that hear the screaming banshee. But wouldn't they sort of like, what if you have like a big family and you were like, okay, the banshee's screaming, but we don't know which one of you is going to go? Like, how do you know? Right. Which one? Which banshee Yeah. If you all have your own. Oh, maybe it's the person who can't hear it. Can't hear it. Doesn't know what's going on. Right. So if you are the person that's going to die and you cannot hear the banshee screaming, then obviously you're the one that's going to die. But everybody else. I really feel like if your banshee is your banshee and they're helping you out. No, she's just sad that you're dying. She's not going to help you. You could warn her, brother. Yeah. Though, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, it's inevitable. You're going out. <laughs> These banshees, I tell you, they're already in the half. Yeah, those women. They tell everybody else but you. Would you want exactly. your banshee to Typical be beautiful, woman. or would you want her to be like old and haggard? Well, I don't know. Are we gonna be? That's not a succubus. <laughs> well, it's fine. <laughs> Obviously, I'd want a hot one. I don't want an ugly one. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, don't, I would, I would obviously err on the side of attractive, regardless. And I want to know why there's no male banshees. There are. There are. There are. Yes. What are they called? Guess what the name is? A banshee. <laughs> I'm serious. I wouldn't fool okay, you. Okay, tell me. It's tell a, me. It's a ban he. Let me pull it up. <laughs> Where did it go? I lost it. Oh, God. Oddly enough, he's got a cold member, too. And let's see. Yep, male banshee. Uh, commonly called a ban he can lure unsuspecting young women to his lair with his fluffy wave of his hair and a bellow of his pleasing baritone voice. 
when seen. Oh, no, I was talking about the girl. Uh-huh. But, yeah, he's out there. What? He's out but there. he's not a harbinger of death. Um, I don't know. Let's find out. Well, this is fandom. So, I mean, these are people coming up with their own ideas. Let's see here. I don't know. We should find out what's up with the band here now. Because now we're raising up all kinds of issues. That's, um, okay. I've never heard of that. Well, and obviously he doesn't scream like the woman. Google says it's true. So Well, then it must be. It's on the internet. It, it has be to be. It's, it, 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 huh. You know, Wikipedia is like just top notch could not say it's wrong. But yeah, I don't know. If there's a bandy out there, maybe you should give him a call. Say, hey, what's up? What's your story, bro? Why 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 are you why are you hanging out here? What's with the hair? Why's your penis cold? Huh. That's interesting. Okay. So if you came across a banshee, like would you would you have a conversation with them? Like what I don't think they can tell face? you anything other than they're just gonna cry. They're just gonna cry about it. And why are they talking it sounds about? like a marriage. I feel like it's just a marriage. Yeah. You have the short woman screaming at you all the time. <laughs> right? right. Doesn't, has no communication skills at all, so you can't convey what's going on. And it's just, oh. Yeah. It's never good. <laughs> okay. That's where I think where the Banshee really got its roots, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah, you could sugarcoat it, was... it with folklore, but I really... <laughs> It was made in a. Adam got sick of his first wife. He's like, "Fuck this! I'm out. <laughs> I'm done with her." And then, all from there, that's where it started. That's where it happened. It was made in History the pub. Okay. Himself. Well, I'm gonna. Find I'm just saying. I'm gonna say this one's real. Okay. Because I live with them all the time. You know, they're everywhere. I'm gonna say okay. it's real. Yeah, and maybe their behavior, maybe it's like that whole DNA thing, like their behavior pattern currently is because of ancestral roots. Potentially. Right? You never know. DNA is a wacky thing. So maybe they still carry those traits. And you do, <laughs> you do have a proclivity for a specific type of woman. Type of bad So... They have to have probably Irish roots. I don't. I don't know what you're saying. It doesn't compute. I don't, no. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. So. It's funny that you bring up the Irish thing because I do believe they. Yeah. There's a little bit of Irish now that they don't know about. Must be. Yeah. So okay. So I think that. Uh, but I don't know. That's interesting, though, about the fairy mounds. Hmm. Yeah. They're, yeah. I, I think that'd be something. That well, and I just like saw that. that a banshee might um, have some roots as Nordic Valkyries. Valkyrie? Mm-hmm. Isn't that a, a warrior? A Valkyrie? I don't know. Let me see. Are you thinking about that movie? 
fan of him, uh, you know, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Um, uh, but I am looking forward to Top Gun. They are oh, female. Um, and they're almost look like angelic. Really? They look like warrior goddesses, really. That's what I was thinking. Because they're Nordic, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They must be, Again. yeah. Well, I think we have our work cut out for us. We have a lot to research. Okay. Yeah, who knew? There's this was a whole rabbit hole. Yeah, what did you get? <laughs> I know. What I thought this was going to be cut and dry. <laughs> you talk about one thing and then it just snowballs. Now we're talking about Valkyries. And Adam and Eve and Lilith you stumped me with that one. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, they're battle maids, battle maidens, and they fought alongside, obviously, because that's what they did. Is women fought right? You know, like handmaid, not handmaidens, but um, shield maidens. Is it, you know, I haven't seen Vikings, but isn't that a thing in the, the what, show Vikings? How are we even friends? What? Have you not watched? Isn't yeah, that a that, thing? It totally was a thing. Shield maidens fought alongside okay. of the regular warriors. So, I mean, men and women fought side by side. So, this uh, Valkyrie thing is a uh, warrior goddess uh, with wings. So you're saying I should stop looking for a banshee and look for a Valkyrie? Maybe. I want to see what the connection is. We'll have to see. I'm just going to put that out. I'm going to put that energy out. Hey, I'm looking for a Valkyrie. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But I highly doubt they were crying about stuff. (laughs) No, they're they're taking ass. I don't think they would just like hang around and cry about you dying. Right, there'd be like you're yeah, dead. Would, light you on fire and take off. I got stuff to do. Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're in Valhalla. Yeah. You're fine. I'll catch you. I'll catch you on the I don't know side. how they're related, really. <laughs> don't either. Yeah, no. Well, it's Norse. Very. Maybe. Who knows? Yes. Interesting. <gasps> well, no, I haven't seen that. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, we're going to stop recording right now and you're going to go start watching uh, what's it called? <laughs> Vikings. Vikings. Okay. I will try. We'll see what happens. Oh my god, and that's going to open up a whole other rabbit hole, so maybe you shouldn't. If you give me a, if you give me a Greek mythology, we're going <laughs> to That's coming. All right, you guys, thanks for listening to this ramble tonight. And uh, we will get back to you guys soon with another story time. Go do your research, guys. <laughs> <laughs>